Hello world. This is Chris Abalo's podcast experiment and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show. Thank you for following the show at Cape Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thank you for subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcast, be it a music streaming app, a podcast app. Doesn't matter where you get it, as long as you're subscribed, as long as you're listening and enjoying. And of course, thank you for supporting the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Cape Pod. And if you are a Patreon supporter, you've heard most of what is in this week's show already, but some of it has been cut down for general release. That's right. It's from the archive volume two, which is a collection of pre-show nonsense, which is part of the, the perks for the five bucks you pay to support the show on Patreon. You get the weekly pre-show, which there pretty much always is. In some cases, it's almost like getting a, an extra show altogether because sometimes the pre-shows run for 45 minutes, an hour, sometimes even longer. And if you are a supporter, I wouldn't just leave you hanging if you heard all of this stuff. There is an exclusive bit, which is yet to be, well, it's probably only going to be released here, but for a project that has not yet been released, I'll get to that later when I introduce that clip. But lots of stuff has accumulated in the last year since we've been going to Shared Universe and with all the shows done on Zoom, a lot of interviews, a lot of group shows, and a whole lot of extra material. So this is one of those weeks where you're going to get to hear that. And since this is archive material, granted, there are videos of these episodes. Obviously, you may have seen the episode trailer as well, but what's going on this week on the YouTube channel and on Instagram will be the next three installments of Cape This or That, featuring Mike Zapsik, Zuzu Mansoor from Soraya, and Doc Coyle from Bad Wolves. Those will be up Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday in that order, sequential order from when those shows were recorded and released. No point in putting anything up on Thursday because it's going to get buried by family pictures and pictures of people's food and whatever else they get up to. I mean, at least on Instagram, on YouTube, uh, who knows? But look for those videos this week because since there's no video of this show in its entirety, good week to put out some more stuff which has yet to be seen. So watch those clips. Enjoy them. They're a lot of fun. I enjoy doing this or that. And uh, they will continue in the future in the interview episodes. But now let's get right to it, and we will start with an interview from earlier this month from Cape 191, which was my interview with Doc Coyle. And I put out a teaser on Sunday, which was a little bit of a, a snippet of a conversation he and I had where we talked about cheesy 80s action movies. I put out one minute of it the day before it went up because I like putting up this little teaser clip sometimes on Sunday. They're usually about a minute, and I'll put them up on Instagram just to give you a heads up and pretty much always from the pre-show, by the way. Not every week, but some of the time. And in the clip I put out, we talked about Marked for Death. Well, we talked about Cobra, the Stallone classic, and Marked for Death, the Steven Seagal classic. And that breed of 80s movie, which you're going to get to hear the full thing here. There wasn't a lot of pre-show for this show. We chatted a little bit, but then we pretty much got into the interview, which lasted for almost two and a half hours. But this people seem to be amused by. So I thought, you know what? It's recent and it was something people kind of just saw a little piece of. So let's put the whole thing out. So from Cape 191, here's a few minutes of Doc Coyle and I talking 80s action films. I'm willing to drop all my questions and just spend the hour talking about Cobra because <laughs> I, this just came up on the show like two weeks ago that a bunch of my friends have not seen this movie. And I'm like, we need to like have a screening, like full on sit down. And go over this because that, there's a lot to unpack in that movie. <laughs> well, the best thing about Cobra, you don't even really have to watch the whole movie. You really just have to watch the first scene mm -hmm. in the supermarket. And that's yeah. that's the whole movie. I mean, it, it, it is. 
more of that continues, but that's the best scene in the movie. You know, it because well, my favorite thing about Cobra is the bad guys. Mm-hmm. They have no motive other than that. They just crazy. You know, <laughs> they're not robbing a bank. They're not like terrorists who have a political end. They just they, they just want mayhem in the city and they have a clubhouse with yeah. a bunch of chains and, and axes <laughs> and just yeah and just act in this smashing axes and it's so it's like this just murder cult and yeah. I, I, don't know who, I don't know who's funding it i don't know <laughs> you know it, it's i i love it and you could do that in the 80s crime was so bad in the 80s you yeah. could have bad guys whose only motivation was they was just crazy right i'm crazy man and i'm i'm stabbing people and i'm raping people because i'm crazy and i'm a crazy i'm a cra- like it was I'm a gonna burn the city down, you know. Yeah, just, it, just to do it. Yeah, I guess it, it was the kind of the the Joker mentality, but in in mass. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's like look at Mark for Death. It's just like we're into voodoo and we sell drugs, not oh, no, related no. to each other. But it's Mark for Death is a perfect film. Okay, there is nothing wrong. There's not one hair on that head that is misplaced. <laughs> all right. Hey, I love it. I love those bad action i mean they're they're great like they're bad movies but they're great you know they're they're everything you expect them to be like cobra like you said that first scene is just like this is what i came here for i don't know what you're talking about bad movies okay these are amazing movies what we we do not agree there they are great find an action movie today that feels as cool and and it's just a vibe it's like you will they'll never make the same way like they won't you won't hear a thrash record that feels like it was made in 1985 you won't see an action movie doesn't mean that there's not amazing action movies that come out now right. but it's it's just the vibe and it's like there's only one stallone right there's only one there's only one seagal in his peak you know it, and dude and keith david is in marked for death which is amazing yeah. always, always a great sidekick when you have keith david kicking ass next to you so totally that levels up everything else it's like oh you got a legit guy in here as a, as a sidekick that's right while seagal pushes people really strongly breaks our arms right well, exactly in in macy's but um <laughs> did you see i i assume so i don't know if um if you're a, a physical media guy I, I haven't heard you really mention it but did you see that the the international cut of hard target is finally coming on blu-ray in december like the version that got so you, you can't see it here but i have a whole thing of all my it's mostly 4k blu-ray right. and i have some the all the blu-rays i have is stuff that's not available yet in 4k but i'll right if it's my favorite movies i'll i'll always want the best version of it so that's really the only physical thing i mm-hmm. uh collect because it's the best version of it even streaming even if it's streaming in 4k there's still a slight difference yeah i agree so, yeah i just want the best presentation but yeah it's it's a 4k i believe it's a combo pack with 4k and, and blu-ray but there's a, a catalog company that got the license to the international cut which we've never seen i mean i'm sure it's been bootlegged over the years but it's like 20 minutes longer there's a lot more blood if there's more wilford brimley that's a win so well, probably at that that extra 20 minutes probably all slow motion because it's john Wu. so <laughs> you're he, right I, I, it's actually I, 10 minutes of footage but because it's slowed down it takes up 20 minutes well it's a lot of van damme staring at his fist every punch one yeah <laughs> dude i love it take your big it. stick and your boyfriend and find the bus to catch For the next clip, we're going to go way back to June to Cape 170, the crossover episode with the Extended Branch, which is the Freemasonry podcast 
Andrew does with Billy Bilbo, Kevin Cotter, and a rotation of guests. Uh, they came in kind of at the last minute. That show came together on the day, as it turns out. So we were doing a little bit of warm up and just kind of chatting before the show because this is the first time I met those guys. I knew of them because I'd watched the podcast, but this is the first time we kind of met. So we were talking a little bit about the pre-show and the nonsense. And listen, uh, you guys make fun of Andrew. I make fun of Andrew. So this is how it's going to go. Unfortunately, poor Andrew, always in the barrel. So we had a nice little uh, warm up, so to speak, with them. So here it is from Cape 170, a little bit of chatter with the guys from the podcast known as The Extended Branch. Hi, Dude, I'm glad I'm here. It's great. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you guys are here, too, yeah, because otherwise be Andrew and I fumfering around for an hour. <laughs> so, fumfering. Yes, <laughs> yes, it surely would I'm be. a big fan of that word. I can't spell it, but I like it. <laughs> so, it works. F-R-U-M-P-H-F-E-R. Is it an F or is it a... Okay, I was like, it's probably an F and P-H. I just don't know yeah. where they go. It's like I, Chris, I had to type out tomorrow the other day. And I said, wait How a minute, that there? doesn't look right. Exactly. Three R's. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's what it is. I'm like, Tomorrow, I think it's two R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-
hell, I wanted to go as far as setting up the green screen, like going full, and like you walk into the green screen going, what are you guys doing? What is this? Christian, <laughs> Christian doesn't have time to do that. No, How did I end up in the woods? <laughs> maybe, maybe after. Even if we, even if, oh, they, that's you know, the old one. even oh, if you guys yeah. need to take off and like, we, we shoot it just as a single. Right, show. right, right, right. Oh, that would be funny. Whatever, but I'm, I'm down for it just as a, that'll be the cold open for the show and that'll be the beginning of the episode. That's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I plan. Like, what are you doing? And like completely, Get out of you here. know, like with the Indian head and everything, like yeah. technical difficulties. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're on my time. <laughs> anyway, so look, we'll we'll talk um, Freemason stuff certainly, but if we get on a tangent, if we if the conversation oh, goes where it goes, yeah. totally Tangents fine. Good. Yeah, man. There's yeah. there's no agenda. There's no anything. The as best. as long as the conversation is funny and interesting, that's all I care about. I just, my show is the shit that I find funny and interesting. So that's, right. he's, he's that's gonna, the he, basis. He's gonna poke fun at everything. You guys, know, you know me. Yeah, well, you, yes, yeah. It's, it, it's make fun of Andrew Knight. So he doesn't I mean, really uh, know you two yet. So he, it, that, everything's going to be directed at that's me. every night. But you guys being freshmen in the show, <laughs> it's it's going to be an easier time. He's got to feel out your humor first, even though he knows you know yeah. you know me. So you, there's a little bit of a bias. <laughs> oh, you're going to get fucking roasted. Tonight. Oh, Don't I know. you worry. Uh, this I is going to be I, fun. <laughs> it's a good thing Adam's not here tonight. Uh, <laughs> could uh, have been. Could have been something. Uh, uh, it would have been bad. That's what it would have been. That <laughs> was her Sunday. I know. Hurt feelings and tears. <laughs> Now we're going to jump ahead to the fall to what is technically the pre-show from Cape 186, although Cape 185 and 186 were recorded in the same night with myself, Andrew, Ryan, and Jack. And since we were doing back-to-back shows, there's always a lot of chatter in between, not as much beforehand because this night was notable for the occasion that it was the first time we were at a shared universe by ourselves, which we joked about at the beginning of 185, what a mistake it was to, to trust us with the equipment and the booze. And all that other stuff. So kind of going into that first show was a lot of technical setup. But in between, we were goofing off and being kind of ridiculous. And this was the first, (laughs) let's say, the first moment of us making fun of Ming Chen, the great Ming Chen, who we obviously have no problem with. He's our friend, and that's why we're busting his balls on the show and in between shows. So we got a little goofy, as the four of us tend to get, and uh, did a little bit of mocking of Ming, which will be ratcheted up in the next clip. But for now, we're going to go back to September from Cape 186 with myself, Andrew, Ryan, and Jack. I mean, I don't know if this is going to come from the show or not, but I saw like Billie Eilish has a special on Disney Plus. I'm like, what the fuck? I saw that too. Yeah, she's, whis- she, what? she's whispering at the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> she also has her own action figure. That's which is Oh, for God's sake. Multiple, multiple, yeah, multiple action figures at Target. Get the fuck out of here. And then it's in the NECA section. Damaged yep. white yeah. chicks, the action figures. <laughs> oh, they're not even damaged yet. They're too yeah. young to be damaged. Although there's a yeah, lot of middle-aged chicks who's like, you know, they're like 12. 17? Like, she just turned 18. She just turned 18. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to talk about my depression. So, I'm like, what's so great about that? I don't know. But again, we're we're not in her demo. No. So. Yeah. What do we know about it? But I was like, Disney, I, isn't she like a weird damaged chick? Like, I mean, she, her songs aren't explicit. So, how does this be Dis- like Disney's like, yeah, Billie Eilish, she's the you know, no, uh, yeah, I mean, like the Taylor Swift con- or documentary like makes total sense, but the Billie Eilish, I was kind of surprised by that, surprised and also not because I'm like, well, she's a mainstream artist. If you want everyone to see it, then sure, everyone's gonna watch it because on Disney Plus, I'm saying anyone who's a, a passing interest, you know, these middle aged moms and their 12 year old daughters are gonna watch it. Like fucking Amy Poehler and Mean Girls. <laughs> so what's all the latest gossip? What's going on? <laughs> I love how women, modern moms, just didn't get that joke at all. 
Like, I'm not like other moms. I'm a cool mom. Like, no, you're not. She wasn't a cool mom. That was the fucking joke. <laughs> yeah. Was that she thinks she's in high school and she thinks she's friends with her daughter's friends and she's not. And then all these chicks with like that shirt or their fucking Instagram caption every picture of them with their ugly child. <laughs> I'm not like other moms. I'm a cool mom. I'm a cool mom. Ranting. You still Pokemon Go on your home screen? Absolutely. How often do you still play Pokemon Go? Pretty regularly. Really? Yeah. Huh. Not while you're driving the truck. Not while you're no. on duty. No. That'd, be, that'd be weird. No. Andrew, we don't stop oh, here. There's a squirtle. I did it. Get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need the shiny. Rosatella, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, where the microwave machine. Yeah. <laughs> God, I still remember that that moment in Long Beach when we thought we were going to die when that stampede that was came by the restaurant. That was shit. like some Jurassic Park shit. Yeah. yeah. Really? It, yeah, it was. We like, it was a stampede. I, I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. It, 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 it was. And we didn't was, know what was going on. I was like, I, I didn't hear gunshots. So I've never seen anything like this. a bunch of kids. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of teenagers. It was like the what the dinosaurs that chased them in Jurassic Park. Like I, I forget what breathing. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah I, I had no idea. Um, <laughs> but it's like they're not stopping. Oh, oh god, they're running right toward us. And like they, they, if we'd fallen, they would have trampled us. Like it really was a moment. But they all smiles yeah. like, on their faces. Do we run to the right. docks and just jump in the water and take? And that's breath? when I realized I was like, okay, we're not going to die. But what the hell's going on? Yeah, I know. Nonetheless, but there was a little yeah. part of me that's just like, these can't be fans, right? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> they're getting stormed in they're Long here. Beach. <laughs> I know. I was like, we're not the Jonas Brothers. Sorry, you're wrong. Different guys from Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like with Bill and Ted. Man, what a yeah. time that was. Yeah. It's like, what a night in Long Beach that was, right? Yeah. We almost died, and then yeah. we went to Yard House. <laughs> Ryan's favorite experience. That may be the, the peak experience for you. There's like having a lot There's of a brewery beers. right by my house that is similar to Yard House. Really? Yeah. It's an Irish pub, and they have a tap that's like Yard House, like 20, some, 120 beers or some shit. Oh, Maloney's? Um, Maloney's, yeah, Maloney's yeah. yeah. I still haven't been there, yeah, and I, I want to go so bad. We went for the first time two weeks ago. We lived there for three years. Yeah. Mm. Good. Good. Yeah, you and I have been talking well, about it yeah, for, years, for years, and we never went. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Just, yeah. I'm right down the street. Yeah. <laughs> There's turd water on the floor, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't fart in here. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's really gross. I know it didn't happen when you were here with the paint starting to peel. So we, <laughs> Look, we got mold yeah, here already. Like we got, we got mold. Like, for some reason, the walls are all yellow. So oh. can you guys come in? <laughs> guys, you know, it's, not, it's really bad. Just mold I, here I think already. his impression's great. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's really If not wildly insulting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like your impressions aren't yeah. for anyone else. How dare you? Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. How dare you? Yeah, talk about in, impressions that shit. sound nothing yeah. like the actual person. Fuck you. Impression is perfect and yeah. shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love Ming. It's just funny. We all love Ming. <laughs> Let me check those cameras and see what's going on there. <laughs> I may have picked the wrong night to, <laughs> to trust them. You all right? You, now that you're done making all your rapper noise in the mic, can we do this already? Rapper noise. Oh, actual rappers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not rapping a peppermint. No, not actual rapper. Like, my name is Andrew, and I'm here to say, I don't care what you heard, fuck you, I'm not gay. Sorry. There's a storm breaker Holy for you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ryan almost died on my couch last week, by the way. This is very similar. We were watching Rick and Morty episodes, and Morty's sister Summer and him are having an argument, and she turns up and just farts. Ryan laughed for 15 straight minutes. 
Seven minutes in, I'm like, is he okay? Yeah. Like, he might have a stroke on my couch, and he might die. Like, it was Happens bad. a lot. The Patreon oh, is God. still there. <laughs> you know what $100 death. Yeah, you now it's going to be the Ryan death. You know what that death felt tier. like? You know when you're, like, deliriously tired, and you've got the sleepy ha-has? Uh-huh. Where everything is just fucking funny, and you just keep laughing, and you don't know why you're laughing anymore? That's what it felt like. You are comfortable in here. Look at, look at those yeah. nipples. Yeah, they're really excited or really cold. Uh, they're, they might be cold. He's right for the air Or they're excited. Yeah, the fan keeps blowing on, on these tits, so, you know. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I'll move it over here, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fan, who's the fan? Only fans. That's yeah. it. <laughs> wow, Jack's on fire tonight. First we get a rant. Now we're, you know. Welcome to JDPE, everybody. <laughs> JDPE. Jack has taken over. It's not Cape, but uh, JDPE oh, okay, doesn't okay, spell okay, anything. Okay. I said before, he's fucking quick. He is. He's, yeah. Jack's gotten sharp. Yeah. See, cor- quarantine did him good. He's like, I don't need to be nice to people anymore. This is awesome. <laughs> I ain't got a job or patience. I'm going to be nice. Yeah. yeah. It's like Jack has loosened up in a way we've never seen before. Or it could be the scotch. That's mm, it. yeah. It's a combo. No, Scotchy he was, scotch, scotch. He, he, was, he was on fire before with his rant. So. He was at dinner, too. You missed Ooh. it, though, because I, I, despite me volunteering you, you didn't come. <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I had fun once. It was awful. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm surrounded by idiots. Ow. What's this? Ring. Oh, we're getting a call from Andrew's internal monologue, everybody. Here's Andrew's internal monologue. Can't believe I'm here up on a Saturday night. I should be in bed. I need to be up in the morning. Scroll through beams. Read Reddit and shit. And I'm here. I still need to do another hour, which is going to be an hour and a half. It's already 1030, even though he said we were going to be out of here by 9 o'clock. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to have another mint and calm me down. <laughs> Speaking of making fun of Ming Chen. Oh boy, just a couple of weeks ago, we were in the studio in a shared universe Bellwork studio with Mike Zapsik. And that was a night to remember. The show was really, really funny, which this show is Cape 192 that you're about to hear a fraction of the pre-show for because we did over an hour in the pre-show frankly we did more pre-show than actual show by about 10 minutes we went on for about an hour and 20 minutes before doing an hour and 10 minute show which is ridiculous but also is it's kind of come to be expected with those guys and they're fine with it whether it's christian or chris mad who are engineering for us that night and uh, even when people come on even when you know ming has been on the show and mike has been on the show they know we kind of get into the groove and we talk and it's all it's all show fodder and it goes in the archive and it could come out at some point. But everybody knows they're being recorded. Everybody knows that uh, this could very well be used at some point and that they should probably reach out to their lawyer to let them know this exists. No, no, it's never really anything that severe, but everybody's just kind of getting into the groove of the show. And that's kind of our thing. We kind of hit the ground running and eventually start the show properly. But like I said, this was about an hour and 20 minute pre-show and there will be some bits that are forthcoming. During probably during the break for the show, which just to elbow this in, I didn't say it at the top, but in case you somehow missed it, Cape will be taking a little bit of a break at the beginning of the year through January. The return date for the show will be announced, I imagine, by the end of January, which is most likely going to be February. But stay tuned for that. The show is absolutely coming back. But here I am, 94 episodes in a row without missing a single week, without a break. And it's just time to recharge the batteries. So the show is coming back, but we are winding down. But I'll still be putting out some video clips on a weekly basis, including some longer stuff, because usually when there's a new episode that goes out on Monday, try to put out like a 
five minute clip, a couple of like four or five minute clips from that week's show. And then more often than not, there'll be a throwback clip thrown up on Thursday. So obviously all of these will be throwback clips, but some of them might be a little longer in part because there is a new episode that week. So if you're looking to get your cape fix, you can see some largely unseen video of bits from the show that maybe ran a little longer or shows that were kind of if there was something if there's a through line, let's say, going on during the show, maybe they'll be cut together. I have a list of things I'm going to be going through and video clips I'm going to be pulling. So that's going to happen during the break. So in the second half of December and through January up until the show returns. So there will still be video clips, even if there aren't new episodes on a weekly basis. You still get videos on a weekly basis on Instagram at Cape Pod and on the YouTube channel, which you can get the links for in the link tree in the bio on all the social medias, including mine. Chris Abalo on Twitter, Chris sells out on Instagram. Anyway, Mike Zapsik had to go open the door to making fun of Ming Chen in a big way, and we all just went right along with it. He was very much the ringleader for this because he and Ming have been friends for so long, and just like we bust each other's balls, they bust each other's balls. Ming is like their Andrew, like the Andrew of the comic book men guys, in as much as he's the one who always gets made fun of and is mocked and ends up in the barrel. Every group has one of them, and unfortunately, it's those two guys. In the case of these two groups of friends, and this is very much condensed. This isn't straight through. Like, this isn't a chunk of conversation from the pre-show. This is different segments kind of edited together. So there may be less smooth transitions, but this gives you just a sampling of what went on during that first hour and 20 minutes in a nice long chunk. This is the second longest chunk of pre-show in this particular collection from the archive. So here's some craziness from the Cape 192 pre-show. Featuring myself, Ryan, Jack, Christian, and special guest, Mike Zapsik. Did you see the McAllister house is uh, pre-ordered? I did see it. And I know you got to be... I want it so bad. Must have such a rod going. You're just I like, did. oh my God, I got to have the McAllister house. Trub. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes with just it comes with, like, the, the Kevin traps, figure. Like, oh. oh, does it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just... Oh, I bet like the, it should come with the, the whole family for like, and, uh, whatever price point. But that defeats the purpose of him being home alone if it comes with the whole family. It needs to just come with... What's his nose? No, it comes with yeah, Marvin Harris. What's his nose? I don't remember with, his name. Uh, his mom, I think. Kevin. And then someone else. And it comes yeah. with... <laughs> Go ahead. It comes with a roof shingle with a, a nail in it, and it's an actual <laughs> nail. And, and that's the one that always ends up on your floor because yeah, everybody steps on Legos. Yeah. We've all done it Mother multiple fuck. times. When Legos get real. <laughs> I don't Woo. remember this part of the Lego movie. <laughs> all right. Yeah, this Damn, is the Lego, Lego movie that should have been. Uh, they had Lego Home Alone movie because that would be awesome. Yeah, it would. I think we should do a fan film. <laughs> Wait, I think we got to work on that. Do I mean we have somebody released, in the room who's who released history of... Home Alone? Fox. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's so Fox. Disney. Yeah. yeah. Uh, never mind. Well, I was going to say because Lego's under Universal <clears throat> now, so any universe, really? so any Universal movie has the right picking to be a Lego movie. Which, uh. to be honest, I totally see in the future. A Lego Jurassic Park, a Lego oh, yeah. Back to the Future. Like Back to the Future, Zemeckis would have to approve. Zemeckis approve. and Bob Gale would have to approve Yeah, but it. they like animation, so I could see it. They do, Possibly. but they also have seen how Star Wars has gotten fucked out with the Lego thing. Yeah, so I think, I yeah, think they might take that as a... I think they've also seen the uh, shit that Favreau's been doing with uh, Baloney. Oh, that's so true. they're probably like, maybe. Why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Why that's a good not? point. If the right person, I love that. That was every the conversation. The scientist by by um, <laughs> by Rob Zemeckis. It's Doc Brown's origin story. Oh my God! Shot we don't it. know. Like, how did you befriend this kid in high school? We kind of want to know. 
Like, and, 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 and how is it not creepy? I have questions. Or is it any less <laughs> yeah. creepy no, than we it, already it's think? It's like very creepy. Apparently and there's comics, though, about, like, there's... I, really? Yeah. It kind of fleshes that out. Oh, don't ever read the IDW bullshit, because... Oh, I was yeah. curious, but I was... Like, <laughs> yeah, we got, we got an expert in the room. Like, like let's find out. <laughs> oh, my God, IDW. I was like, should I start this, or should I just let it be? No, you, you should <clears throat> just realize that... Doc was waiting for Marty, which is, it sounds a lot creepier. Well, no, it sounds, it exactly, sounds exactly as creepy as, as it is. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, I've been waiting for you. It's like, uh, what? Marty! <laughs> was he, how, did, how was Marty not scared off? Because Doc Brown just late yells everything. Exactly. Like, you imagine it's a 12-year-old Marty. It's like, come over here! You on the skateboard! It's like, oh my God, I'm out of here. Can you stop like, yelling? This, this crazy old man in the in the mall parking lot is yelling at me. Seriously. I'm going to show you something. No, no, you <laughs> Yeah, no, bullshit. <laughs> Didn't I see you on an episode of Taxi? Fuck that. Kind <laughs> 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 of oh, drugged out motherfucker. He <laughs> <laughs> was Jim, right? In Taxi? Jim, 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 yeah, Jim yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy with me, Tony Danza. Hey. That's right. This is my show. Me and Mary Lou. Actually, that's anyway. pretty, that was, that's that a pretty legit Tony Danza, right? That was good, yeah. Hey, Alban Danza. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's up here. And then when he gets serious, it goes all the way down here. Yeah. So, that, like, those are the two tones of oh, Tony. Oh, hey, oh, <laughs> hey. It has been oh. actual years since I've heard that name. Yeah? Tony, Tony Danza? Danza, yeah. I think Don John was the last thing I'm Obviously, aware of that he did. Obviously, you've never yeah. listened to Elton John, so... <laughs> Not uh, no, uh, mm. hold me closer, Tony Danza. Yeah, obviously you've never listened to Chris Abalo either. <laughs> yeah, where have you been? Yeah. When was the last time you brought up Tony Danza? Uh, He's been bringing it up for. I've like, been bringing it up for 2016. I think we started. Yeah. We're literally yeah. that we went. They're visiting me. They're visiting me in California yeah. for a whole day. It was Tony Danza impressions. Oh, good. And, and five annoyed. years earlier, it was a whole day of John Lovitz impressions. And, so, and six months before, when I was home for your wedding, it, I was Al Pacino for an afternoon. That's right. Over, you, you wanted, oh, you my wanted God. to die. You want to hear a weird story? Absolutely. Yeah. I almost committed to being Dracula all day today. Really? Because I went to go. I picked up a, a prescription, and I'm walking out, and I see, like, time had, it's uh, vampires. and uh, I saw the, that, too. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, the special I should issue. talk like a vampire for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how committed could I be to this bit? And I and just like, nah, you got bored after 42 nah. minutes. Yeah. You're like, I can't. No, no, I I would not have gotten bored. I would people really? would have been like, why are you talking like that? You fucking weirdo. <laughs> I mean, not, not here. I'm Doc Brown. That's why. <laughs> Don't you recognize me from the movies? <laughs> Count, Marty, uh, come here. Yeah. <laughs> the count has something to say. That's like, Transylvanian racist. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get, we're doing like an Italian Dracula. We got a real like Italian inflection. It's like, ah, oh, hey, Mamma Mia. Hey, hey, I'm hey, going hey, to suck your blood and add it to my mother's marinara sauce. Yeah, I want to suck your gravy. Yes. Oh, it is gravy now, isn't it? Yeah. That was for you. I will not. I will leap across the table. I don't think anybody's grandma would have approved that one. So, well, I think that's a crossover waiting to happen. Dracu. All right, we pre-show's it. over. Dracu, Dracu Lucci. Pre-show's oh, boo, over. you just got here. <laughs> Your work day is just beginning. I don't want to hear like, I've been here since 8 a.m. Dracu Danza. There you go, Dracula. Holy Danza. shit, Dracula we Danza. got it. <laughs> Tony Danza is Dracula. Hey, oh, hey. <laughs> Billion dollar idea. What's going on? I mean, or, or at minimum, it's a funnier die sketch. Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... Tony Dance is probably available. No, no disrespect, but we can probably get him. <laughs> I mean, the schedule's clear. Hi, this is Ray Liotta, and you know the hardest part I ever had to play was that of a non-smoker. But thanks to Chantix, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is that accent? 
He's that's from sh- he's from Newark. Like what is no, that? He's no, from no, Chicago. That's, that's he? yeah. a Chicago, Chicago accent. Yeah, he's Chicago. Really? He's not from Newark. No. Not all of us are from Newark, you racist I fuck. Thought he was from Jersey. Are you <laughs> no, sure? He's not. He's really not. Huh. No, he's from Chicago. He's a Midwestern guy. It's, I mean, it's like Sebastian Maniscalco. He's got that same, you know, he's got the Italian inflection, but it's that Midwest mixed in to this weird twang. Oh, here we go. Oh, Wait, no, 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 no. What was that trailer? Come on. I didn't mean for that to play. I'm just, I will now want to hear what he sounds for like. For what it's worth, Mike is a morning person, he, and he's, yeah. he's never going to do this fucking uh, show again. No, <laughs> like, no, you're getting this too much fun. He's like, I all right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, please, I need to get out of there. <laughs> like, a night out. I'm so, somebody book me for a show, hon. Good night. Yep. See you later. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> see you tomorrow. <laughs> you go to bed early. Yeah. Be okay. Okay. <laughs> Christian, clear the browser history after we leave. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they don't need to know what you were looking at. What, I would love to know just for one day what the browser history is like at this studio. Oh, <laughs> like, I, I, just between all the shows, I'm saying, because you guys, there's a lot of range of people who roll into a shared universe, and I would love to. Durf is not trademarked. This is the late Dennis Farina, and I'd just like to say <laughs> one thing to you. You people are garbage. That man over there, he's hungry. You can tell. He's hungry. <laughs> so this is Miami. They can keep it. <laughs> Sydney, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking put a pencil right through pencil your heart. Your eye. Sydney, <laughs> calm down. Have a cream soda. Everything's going to be fine. Anything to declare? <laughs> yeah, don't go to England. <laughs> Does it bother you that another cop's fucking your wife? <laughs> is, is it 106 miles to Chicago? Do you have a full tank of gas and half a pack of cigarettes? Because that sounds like Dan Aykroyd to me. Really? Yeah, it sounds more accurate than anything. No, that was Dennis. That was Dennis. Farina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I heard Farina. No. De- well, that's the thing. Canada is like chi- is like diet Chicago with accents. So because it is because it's just north. It's, it's north. Like it's a straight ass line right up. So you get that midwestern twang, and you give it yeah. you give it a little more self loathing, and you got Canada. The logic makes sense. Yeah. Give I mean, it give it more of an apologetic tone, and it's Canada. And you get Dennis Franz in there, and holy shit. You, oh, you know, you're yeah. like, NYPD Blue, he doesn't sound like he's from New York. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. And you're like, you fucking Chicago piece of shit. <laughs> get the fuck out of my city. Even though it's not. City. Yeah, get the it's fuck not, yeah, it's not your city, but it's close enough. Yeah. Uh, my city would be, there is no city in Monmouth County, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying for 25 oh, years to put Red Bank on the map, but God damn it, It's still a fucking borough. <laughs> Man, this is like, again, a show before the show. We got another one. This is great. I think this this is just going to be called Ming Fest. <laughs> yes. oh, it all comes back to Ming. Poor guy. No, I don't mean that. All no. right. Ray, Ray what's going on? was born in Newark. Was he really? Yes. Did, Where okay, was he raised? All right. But, and when but he was three, he his family moved to Illinois, right? Uh, let's see. Early I life. I was sure of it. <laughs> I, I swear on, I didn't on, know on, that. On, I'm not saying I was right wrong, on. but that accent, that's Chicago, if I've ever heard it. Da, 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 da. Corey, where's <laughs> Fuck Ray Liotta. We have a friend who hates Ray Liotta just because he was in Goodfellas. He grew up hates Gangster uh, Union, New yeah. Jersey. What? I, fucking, I, f- I told you. I feel like I should have known that. But he, where, moved where's, to, he moved to New York City. Where does that accent college. come from then? That's what I'm saying to you. I swore, really, like no, if you... He's, it, he's from Newark, I told you. If, if this was Final Jeopardy, I would have put all the money well, and on Chicago. And that's why I wondered where that accent came from in that commercial. He said, come get your Polish water race. Yeah, he's, they got, he's got that guy, like the guy on yeah. the... Yeah. <laughs> Cherry, they got watermelon. Right. <laughs> Listen, the like hardest a, party ever I was in a TV show with J... Wasn't J-Lo, wasn't he in that show, that show on NBC? Yes. That lasted yeah. for like eight weeks? Yeah. 
listen, me and J-Lo are doing a show on NBC, and I talk like this. But even in the fight, like that, Goodfellas <laughs> takes place in New York. He still has yeah. that accent. Yeah, yeah. I didn't tweak it he at all. Like he's from fucking Minnesota. And it's right. So yeah. weird. The way he smoked the cigarette was like right at the tip of his fingers, and mm-hmm. it's just like so. <laughs> it looked like he was smoking a Virginia Slim. And, yeah, yeah. And he was, you know, my my mother. I, like, <laughs> my mother with yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. That that moldy sand for skin. It's moldy <laughs> sand. <laughs> No offense, Ray, but that's oh man, he had some he, he's not listening, marks, man. Yeah, or maybe this, he is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't maybe know. If he's up he, he, he's like that one Patreon guy. Yeah, like, like, Thousand dollar deer, I'm on it. Yeah, yeah. I got to like, do something with this Chantix money. Yeah. All right, I got my royalties from Chantix. Let's see. All right, I want to watch Mike Zabsik die. Yeah. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay hundred dollars to see him get shanked. It's gotta be. It's gotta be an A sound. It's gonna be shanked. Shanked. I want to see Mike Zabsik get shanked. I want to see taken in the groin. That'd be good. <laughs> I sell car parts for the American working man. Right. That's well, that's am, yeah, like that, and that's but, who I care about. But that's that mid. That's that Midwest yeah, that like right. Dan Aykroyd was putting on. It's that voice. Yeah. That's Ray Liotta's fucking accent. I, I know. I swear I didn't. I I could, if I'm telling you, gun to my yeah, head. Yeah, you I had like, like, I really second guess. I was Chicago. like, oh man, I'm wrong on the show. Right. No, he's he's from Newark. <laughs> But he doesn't <laughs> sound like it. Is. No, not no, at he doesn't. all. He no. has that Midwestern yeah. inflection. Like that, I never like. He's, he's the least New York sounding person in yeah. Goodfellas, yeah. next to Joe Pesci. Good thing it wasn't Jeffrey. De Niro. He'd be poor as hell right now. I would. I would go home one sad bastard. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, De Niro doesn't sound like anything. He just sounds like De Niro. Right. Yeah. And you get really tired of seeing De Niro in the same thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's De Niro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's but the same that's thing. not special anymore. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, yeah, exactly. Because everybody, exa- yeah. listen to me. I'm like, I sound like I'm from. Uh, yeah, you're, you're channeling it a little bit. <laughs> Sydney, calm down. You sound like everybody else in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to do Midnight Run the radio play All if right, you're up for it. Because hey, I, 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 I haven't seen it as many times as you. I'm sure. I, I definitely not. Not think anyone notes. has. Yeah, That's probably exactly not. Right. Now, if you want to do Caddyshack, the director has. We'll do it. But yes, I can do scenes from Caddyshack. Caddyshack's not a great movie, but has great scenes. Caddyshack is a great movie when you look behind. What oh, the story of Caddyshack is better is than the movie. Phenomenal. The doc, the like ninety minute doc that was on the DVD the and then eventually the Blu-ray. The book I was. saw the book is out the too. Yeah, is so great. Did you see the? Um, oh God, what's it called? With all the eighties comedians, what was that book called? It was awesome. Oh. It came out, I think, right before the pandemic. I listened to it last year. Oh my God, it's Wild and Crazy Guys. It's about all that kind of crop of SNL plus mm-hmm. the SCTV guys. Like all their careers and everything, basically up until the '90s when, the, you know, their careers kind of went on the decline. Tanked. It's yeah, it's it's amazing though because it covers like everybody from '70s and '80s comedy, like all of them, and how it's like wow, that really was a special time. Like, yeah, everybody had, from the '80s sprang out of you know sprang from SNL. They had a well, actually, they all sprang from uh, National Lampoon, right? So which begat <clears throat> Saturday Night Live, which is right. really so, cool because I I'm, there are people like. I'm a student of comedy. It's like, fuck you. You read a right. book, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get all academic yeah. on my ass. You know, I'm a student right. of comedy. It's like, yeah, it's like, fuck you. Yeah. I hate that. I hate and, that snobbery. Because, exactly. And it's like, either you can be funny. You're funny to, to certain people, and you're mm-hmm. not funny to other people. To there a lot people, of other people. <laughs> yeah. To, well, for me, it's like most other people, which is cool. Which is, And I don't listen, give a shit. You right. know, I may, if I can make me laugh, that's all I give a shit about. Yeah, I'm in this for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And that's exact. That's a shared universe. Ain't you know? <laughs> yeah, like listen, we're that's not we pay the rent around here. No bumper crops coming in from a shared universe. You know, I ain't buying my um, 
my my third or fourth home because of this. Because place. Yeah, right. There's there's a part of me that just wants to keep this hour for us, strictly for us. This could be the underground episode of the show that's never been released. Like we're sitting on go. Eventually, like when I'm 50, I'm going to be like, all right, guys, here's something we recorded way back when. And you got to hear this. Yes, it's, 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 this is no longer racist. So it's good. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we've moved on. We're gonna put yeah. We are here to remember Mike Zapsick. <laughs> oh my God, father, You've husband. Me. Basic cable TV star. Shank victim. And also <laughs> Shank victim. <laughs> and also one and only homicide victim on Chris Ball's podcast experiment. <laughs> Please bow your heads in shame. Um, <laughs> His grave is located uh, <laughs> in Fairhaven, New Jersey. Feel free to go and piss on it. <laughs> and now a few words from Ming Chen. I didn't know Mike made fun of me that much. That wasn't cool. Uh, I was kind of disappointed. I thought we were friends. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Piece of shit. Chris, are you okay? <laughs> what, a, what a prick. I even zoomed into his funeral. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? I'm here at Phoenix Dragon Con. <laughs> I couldn't make it. <laughs> they were opening up a Walton's books down here at the Mall of America. I'm hanging out with a girl from Terminator 3 at the booth next to me. <laughs> it's just really cool. Yeah, I made her banner. If you need a banner made, contact me on Instagram, MingChen37. <laughs> by and see uh, what's your name honey yeah, that's right yeah yeah um, she was uncredited in uh, terminator 3 but yeah that's why she visible. was in the graveyard when arnold was shooting off the guns it was great after we're gonna be hitting out this karaoke bar afterwards we're gonna sing sister hazel so you guys come on out i realize you're in jersey for mike's funeral but you know you're invited anyway maybe you can zoom in uh, i'm doing i'm doing ming chen's white folky karaoke tonight <laughs> Good time promised for all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck do we do a show after this? <laughs> it's not going to get any better than this. It's over. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now I need to hear that fucking story. You might as well go. Come on. Everything from here is going to be a big disappointment. That's all I can say. Oh, shit. I am fucking crying. <laughs> Up next, we are going to go two weeks back from that last show to Cape 190, which was my interview with Zuzu Mansoor, singer and fearless leader of the band Soraya. And she was very taken by the decor I have here at the home studio because there's a lot of music posters and there's albums and frames up in the background. So she was asking me about all of that stuff and the fact there's a guitar on a stand in the corner led to, oh yeah, I'm not just a big music fan, I actually am a musician, so... We got into that a little bit, including a little piece of my autobiography, a little bit of Christery, as I've dubbed it on Instagram. There's a whole story highlights section if you go to Chris Sells Out on Instagram with what I've dubbed Christery, which is pieces of my history. Clever, right? Anyway, we got a little bit into me going to Musicians Institute in California and some of my experiences in bands for a couple of minutes and people seem to be interested in these little parts of my story that I haven't really talked about and that haven't been fleshed out in like an entire show. So since I got into it with her and since it was new to her, Hey, 
it might be new to you too. So from Cape 190, here's a little bit of talk about music and the trials and tribulations of being in a band with Zuzu Mansoor. It's cool. You can tell you're a big music fan. Just I am. I am. Yeah. yeah th- this isn't a prop. I am. A, I mean, I haven't played in a band in 10 years, but I actually, you know, went to GIT in, in Los Angeles and all that stuff. So I did spend really? 15 years in bands. But uh, what years did you go? Do you, do you mind telling me? Yeah, no, of course. Um, 06 to 08. I started yeah. in uh, April of 06, graduated in 08. I, it would have only been 18 months, but I did a six month leave of absence because after a year, California gives you like you're, you're considered a, a resident. So then you get the the state grants. So right. they were only going to apply to my last quarter, which was going to be like four grand or something like that. And I said, wait, so since they won't kick in till then, can I like take a six month leave of absence and then pick this up All in right. six months? Because if I'm going to have eight grand less in student loans, I'll wait six months. You know, that's yeah. So I did. So an 18 month program I did in, in two years. But um, yeah, that was the that was the goal. I was one of one of those who thought they were just going to be a lifer. But being in bands is tough. <laughs> I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Like, oh, isn't he cool? He's got a spider web pick guard. Oh, wow. What a poser. No, that's actually a legit like guitar. That's that's seen some days. Did you um? do you write? I do. I have a stockpile of riffs that I don't know if I'm ever going to use <laughs> just because, you know, I'm not actively trying to get involved. I always wanted to be in a band like that was always the dream for me. I did the yeah. solo artist singer songwriter thing for a little while. It just kind of didn't fit. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to be in a band. I want to be in a band. I, w- I want to be in Def Leppard growing up. I was like, I want to be four or five guys in a row, not one guy in the front and, you know, just a, f- a few others in the back. You know, I want it to be like a, you know, that idealist kind of version of a band that, you know, I'm sure at a, at a, at a point where we're all naive enough to think that's how it goes. It's like they're all friends and they, they play I mean, together. It, you catch me on a different day. I'll have different things to say about it. But mm. like for me, like I do, I, I had the same thing. Like I always wanted to be in a band. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I never thought I just want to be on my own. And there's been plenty of times just with the problems that come up with being in a band, which are inevitable. Oh, yeah. Um, you go like, okay, I'm going to be this and I'll have players. And then you realize they don't have that same commitment to the music and to the people and to the longevity. And that inevitably they leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if they, have, they might have it for a few years, but inevitably they leave because – yeah, like you said, lifer, lifer is gonna like. Even, I've had my heart broken so many times by being in this band. It's like mm. you can never. It's funny because I just did a post because so many people are asking me about one person that left that I'm like he really wasn't even in the band. Like, mm-hmm. but to you he was because I put pictures and I was like I get it. But there's part of me is like he didn't even have what you need to be in a band. Mm. Right. You want superficial stuff. Like, how do I put that in a post without sounding like I'm ripping somebody up? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I was like, you know what? People come and go. They have their reasons. Mm-hmm. But the people that are dedicated to the music first and to the personalities and they know the other personalities are invested. That's a different. That's a band. Totally. That's a band. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I just didn't. I mean, right around the time I turned 30, I was just like, I mean, I started in bands when I was 16. And then I was just like, you know what? I don't think I have the stomach for this anymore. I really yep. just, I never had that right combination of people. And I was just, that's it. That's yeah. it. I, I, ha- I was just like, I never, I never found that. I was always rebuilding or trying to replace people or saying, well, let me start from the ground up. And I even thought like, after I went to school and I was like, okay, now I'm at like the peak of my powers. I just did a year and a half of intensive, you know, guitar college. So I'm like, right. now I have my pick of people. And it just kept running into the same, the same price. It's a scrambled version of every band I was in since I was 16. And at a point I was just like, this is not 
when I was open for. And I, I had other, amb- you know, I have other creative ambitions too. Primarily my goal even still is filmmaker. Um, the podcast is just my brain doesn't eat itself. So <laughs> I have something to work on on a weekly basis to kind of, yeah, yeah. I need to channel my creativity into something because otherwise I'll, I'll go nuts. So, yeah, all of us. Yeah, we. I mean, any artist can relate to that. You know yeah. what I mean? Any creative person can relate to that. It's funny because I didn't really know many filmmakers till recently. And then when we did our tight lip video, mm-hmm. I flew out to L.A. because a friend that I met here moved out to L.A. to be a filmmaker, well, to do production. And she writes and she like her one show. She's been there like seven years now, but oh, now wow. her show finally might be picked up. Mm. So and that's always like, you know, but she lives out there and she wanted to produce videos for us. And she had this team and she's like, it's COVID quarantine. We get these great people. We can film a video and just come out here. And I was like, well, I don't know. Traveling in January during the peak of LA. But I did it. And I met these filmmakers. I met a cinematographer, his grip and all the people he had. And then I met that the director Mm -hmm. is like, uh, has been first AD on a number of things. He's just, he was phenomenal. Like everything I told him he ingested and he put his own spin on it and he made it great. So it's right. like, I get now like why people want to act, why people want to make film. It was just a glorious couple of days. You know what I yeah. mean? We made like a short narrative basically. And, and that's, I was like, that was fun. Like I could do this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's very easy fun. to get sucked in <laughs> the trapping. Yeah, I want to see more videos like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't, I love singing. Like singing is my love, but right. I love doing a, a narrative style video. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Like a mini movie. I like that. Yeah, that like, was so, great. I thought that video was awesome. Yeah, the filmmaker, ver- I totally get that. I totally mm-hmm. get that. Yeah, it's just channeling that energy in, in just a different direction. So at least I just, you know, just redirecting it. That's that's yeah. what I found myself kind of doing, which brings us to here. This next segment is the longest chunk of this archive release, which is back from Cape 184, which is myself, Andrew, and Ryan talking about music the new iron maiden album was just coming out and was competing for number one concerts were coming back we talked a little bit about that and uh, all kinds of stuff that was another case where i think there was about 40 minutes of pre-show before we actually got started which led straight into the show itself but this is an unedited chunk of that pre-show so you're getting about half of the actual pre-show itself uncut just straight through a conversation between the three of us on zoom talking music and more Oh, Andrew, did just a question. No judgment. Okay, a little bit of judgment. Did you buy um the new Iron Maiden album? Oh no, I didn't even realize it was out already. It came out Friday. Do it today because they're in a worldwide battle for number one against Drake, and we can't have that. We cannot do have, it. Do it now. It, like literally buy it digitally, it doesn't fucking matter. As long as you buy it today, mm-hmm. it counts on the charts for this week. Like even if you uh, if you want to take a minute now and buy it, fucking do I'm, it. I'm I'm logging in now. Cause it's literally like that's their competition. It's they're neck and neck. Like our mate even With tweeted Drake? about it today. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I know, but the, I mean, please it, let Maiden be number one. Like just in the U.S. or in Canada too. That'd be fucking great because he's Canadian. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah, Drake. Yeah, like like U.S., Canada, and obviously the U.K. because they're they're British. Like just those three countries, which are probably the only countries that care about fucking auto tune Aubrey anyway. But um. Senjutsu. Let them be number one. Yeah. It's fuck. It's it's progressive as shit. The last three songs it sounded. On the- it sounded that way. It sounded very traditional with the one that they came out with. Uh, mm-hmm. The the single they came out with. Yes. But I mean, like, I looked at the title. I'm like Senjutsu. I'm like, what are they? What's what's their idea behind this one? You know, because they they have been progressive, sort of speak. Like 
They've been more you know, challenging the older they've gotten. I love this 21st century made. They've gotten more like literally the last three songs on the album are all over 10 minutes each. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's progressive as fuck. I, I love it, though. Like, I listened to it while I was working on Friday. I just had a big maiden party in my car. <laughs> in, in, between, in between delivering Wendy's and Applebee's, I uh, just had a fucking, you know, quite a party. Iron Maiden party for one. And I, I loved it. Like, more so than even uh, their last two studio albums. Like, it just really? uh, it had the more, more immediate... Than, um, Book of Souls was the last one, and then the Final Frontier was the one before that. Final Frontier, the yeah. one that came out just after we saw them. Yeah, um, yeah, because that was because they they no they didn't play any no they, no, they played El Dorado they played the single because yeah. the single was yeah. out but the album came out I think it's September and we saw them in June, July. Yeah, um, but the single was out so they played El Dorado two days um, ago. Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden, two days ago they led Drake. They were right. beating Drake. They're yeah, they're it's neck and neck like literally worldwide. They like they tweeted it. Eddie Trunk even tweeted it. He's like, let's give let's get Iron Maiden to number one. It's like fuck yeah, we will. I hope so. I really hope so. Like, that's the thing that we're, that's why anybody who might not have been aware, like yourself, I'm like, well, let me tell him because if Iron Maiden is as a number one album, maybe even, you know, Ryan's not a fan, but he'd rather see Iron Maiden at number one than some fucking, you know. Yeah. Then Drake, then some, yeah, then then, Drake, then, from, then Drake some from State Farm. Auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> that commercial was fucking funny. <laughs> what? He does a State Farm commercial? Yeah, I think it was an SNL because you know the whole the whole Jake from State Farm thing that original commercial that was really funny. No, it was like, what are you wearing? Uh, khakis. <laughs> Jake oh, that from State Farm at three uh, in the morning, okay. and then there, there's a Super Bowl commercial, and he shows up, and he's Drake from State Farm. Is I, I thought it was funny. I don't like him, but <laughs> I mean, good. I would hope not. <laughs> it made me laugh. Yeah, listen, he stole he stole the melody from Zelda. Screw him. <laughs> yeah, well, also his singing style requires software, so obviously he sucks. <laughs> I didn't I mean, really. My, my singing style would require software too. So, I, but that's fine. But you're not. You, uh, yeah, but you're not making I'm eight not figures trying, a year, yeah. and you're right. not trying to pretend. And that's bullshit. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I hate it. I got into a funny debate when. What I are was, we missing? I was Uber driving. We're it. We're not in the demo. We're just not. I was Uber driving these chicks. <laughs> these chicks from UCLA one night, um, and they were stopping at McDonald's, which I didn't mind because they were fun and they were they were friendly. They were just having a good time, and we were just talking. And we got into a discussion. This was right around the time whatever his fucking album was that came out sometime in like 2017. And I gave him that whole speech. I was like, first of all, he sucks. If he was that good, he wouldn't require auto-tune. Okay, take some fucking singing lessons. All right, you got that Degrassi money, and then you made money in music. Take some fucking singing <laughs> lessons. And they were, I mean, they weren't arguing. They were just like, oh, yeah, but we, but we like it. I'm like, but what? what is there? It's like, he's always crying about some chick. Like, it's emo. It's not even hip-hop. And the fact oh, that it's it, auto tuned, it, it, it's, it's like if that's, that's your even, style. That's even, a, that's even with a joke between the the people who like him mm-hmm. is that you listen to to as they say the light skin guys to get emotional. <laughs> yeah, like the so, weekend and him. Yeah, yeah. Who's <laughs> fucking Canadian too? God damn it! That was the funniest shit. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, no, Canada has loosed holy their crap. worst on us. It started with Bieber and it just hasn't stopped. Um, holy crap! What you look at the song lengths? <laughs> well, no, I was looking at oh. the. So if I were to get the Iron Maiden uh, album from, for some reason, this sent me to the the UK version. If I wanted the audio CD version of it, it's mm-hmm. $114. Oh, no, that's a that's a box set. There's a deluxe, like super sweet oh, box set, which okay. I didn't get because I'm like, I mean, the hard book version, which is even at like Walmart, it's like $25. Oh, and God. I, I yeah. Like look at all that nonsense. Yeah. Like it's I was like, that's pretty sweet. Not worth the extra 90 bucks. Yeah. That, that, okay. 
was like, I think it's cool. Like it's got the posters, it's got art cards and stuff. I was like, that's kind of cool. But I'm yeah, like, it, it, it comes in like a movie case, almost yeah, like, like a it, metal it, case. Yeah, there's like a film, like a writing on the wall poster. It looks like a film poster, like a theatrical yep. poster. Yep. Ryan's got this whole Battlefield Earth angle going, and it's kind of funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I realize I'm the only person who's seen that movie, but oh, what happened yeah, to your mic? You're really quiet. Is your yeah, did you move your microphone or something? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, How's that's that? okay. I was I just better. like, what happened? Yeah, I just I keep flipping it. Yeah, it sounded, it, it sounded <laughs> like you were out of the room. You're like, yeah, yeah. I was telling you another thing. You know, it was kind of yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, I can hear everything you're saying. Like, right, right. We can't hear you. Yeah, fuck you all. Oh, <laughs> you don't mean that. There he is. Um, of course I do. Ah, oh. well, I mean, Andrew, even if you buy from Amazon accounts, like any sale today. That's what I just, that's what I just, I did Amazon Music. Okay. okay yeah. Wh- whatever. Or, or the physical. You know. Whatever. But yeah, yeah the the box set. No, I was, I was just. Like, I was because I I clicked the link for the you know the the MP3 and it came up and it had all the different prices. Oh, right, right, right. Final ninety something dollars and mm-hmm. this and the other thing. And I, all I saw was hundred and fourteen. I'm like, shipping yeah, no. isn't that bad. <laughs> no. No. Although I got to say, like the vinyl is kind of cool. It's a three LPs because it's a fucking long album. But like, there's a cool like like uh red and black vinyl thing that they have actually just at walmart and i was like oh shit not a color vinyl cool. right no it is i mean but it's high grade it's not one of those like cheap reissues like they did with the metallica it's like that was the problem like with the one that i have here with uh what, what is it uh oh uh, shit power oh. slave the, <laughs> now i don't know but i hang up on my wall i, I couldn't cool. remember which one it was I know. um but that because <laughs> it means that much color. to you yeah go ahead that one's the co- that one's the color vinyl and i've heard bad things that it doesn't play well well those those masters people didn't like because they said they were too like bright uh okay. you know like too much too much treble like not of bottom yeah, yeah, end yeah, yeah, yeah. um they just said the remasters didn't sound great for the vinyl version but you know that's subjective but vinyl snobs are a whole other breed of humans that i just kind of don't get i mean i get it i i got you know i've got my over-the-ear noise canceling headphones that i listen to shit with so i understand mm-hmm. like hearing small shit now mm-hmm. like like really getting in right. and, like seeing the different engineering techniques that a band may have but mm-hmm. i'm still not, like the most of the time i'm playing my music in my car like totally. that, that's the speaker setup that i'm most accustomed to hearing out of same well that was with me with um with iron maiden and then even with the wild heart cd like i when my japanese cds arrived on um sunday I just drove around to listen to the Wild Hearts. Like, I didn't want to stream it. I was like, I want my first experience to be the CD because I'm I'm crazy. Um, so I drove around, like went to Taco Bell and everything. So I'm like, I will drive around for 40 mm. minutes because, I mean, number one, <laughs> who doesn't want Taco Bell except Andrew? Taco Hell. Not Taco Hell. <laughs> I'll, I'll bypass the middleman and just drop it in the toilet anyway. Um, but I just drove around and, and listened to the album and you know, got some Taco Bell because it was like, I this is my CD player is in the car. There is one in the kind of a record player combo thing that's in the living room, but like the speakers aren't great. And even if I, I did, I'd be, the speakers I'd be, out of my truck, out of my work truck. Really? Yeah. <laughs> playing what? Oh, because you're playing that like sludge metal. That's yeah. why. <laughs> Very I'm like, how'd heavy. you do that? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah. Andrew's tastes have gotten even darker, if you could believe it. <laughs> Ironically, when his mood improves, his taste in music gets darker. Go figure. Like the medication's working. However, he still has emotional shit. <laughs> no, the, 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 the medication's working. I want to listen to death, both the band and the music. Apparently, yeah, exactly. Ryan's like, I'm angry, but I'm not all about that. Like, I'll just, like, hell yeah. yeah! Classic rewind is as edgy yeah. as Ryan will get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> emo's coming back, Ryan. I expect you on the scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm still emo. I know. <laughs> Did you see that fucking that first show back at Starland? Which one? Oh, it was shit. like Who it was like that? it was like Census Fail and Hawthorne yeah. Heights and like a shitload oh, yeah. of like bands from yeah. the Bayside. I was like, holy from, shit! From my heyday, I know. I know. I <laughs> know. I was looking at that. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like that's yeah, perfect, that's r- right up my alley. That's a yeah. <laughs> from from that early two thousands period. Like that's a stacked bill. Yeah, I'll say that. I'm like, mm-hmm. those are like the when that you look been, at uh, that would have been a major concert experience. Well, that's like, like when you look at. Yeah, Bill's I mean, I've seen all those bands a whole shitload of times. But, oh, I know. Uh, I, w- I would go again, absolutely. I, I didn't even know about it until after it was over. I saw people posting, and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit!" Oh no, it sold the <laughs> fuck out. I mean, especially yeah. the first show back at Starland. Like people were gonna yeah. go just because they like Starland, but like that was a mm-hmm. stacked bill. That's like when you see those bills yeah. from the seventies, where it's like, you know, right. all, all like all the big bands. It's like Rush, Kiss, Cheap Trick. I'm like in one show, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like yeah, seven dollars and fifty cents <laughs> a do ticket. That? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like really, you would see those big bills, and back when when it was cheap, like tickets yeah. were cheap. I mean, it's so funny. Like my, $400. I know my, co- my cousin, Steve saw Led Zeppelin at the garden in like 78, 79. And his ticket was like 1150. So Ryan, crazy. Here's, some, here, here's something you can connect with kind of a downer, but also kind of an upper. All, <laughs> all the more reason yeah. you could connect with it. Such yeah. is life. Yeah. yeah I know. Say love um, <laughs> so bring it. Uh, uh, Chris, my cousin uh, came to me the other day because Tiffany's mom passed away. Uh, two two weeks ago, three weeks ago, mm. and she found out found out about it on her birthday. Really upset and everything like that. And he came to me and asked how I dealt with Veronica. You know when that happened with her dad. And one of the first things out of my mouth is the fact that like we didn't let up. And I by we I meant you and I when we wouldn't let her stay in the house. Mm. Right. You remember that? Yeah, I farted he, on her couch and then we left. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Ryan smoked her out. <laughs> yeah, I smoked yeah, her out. And yeah, <laughs> literally, quite, quite literally. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, yeah, you're not going to leave the house. Watch this." <laughs> That's an amazing strategy. <laughs> so, one how of the about questions, now? But yeah, exactly. So Chris <laughs> actually asked, like, I bought these concert tickets because he bought the tickets for um, Megadeth and Lamb of God, that oh. concert coming up. Mm. He's like, "I don't know what to do." I'm like, "You fucking take her." Like you get her out of the house. It doesn't yeah. matter if you know. No, you get her Scoop out. Her ass bring up. her there. <laughs> so yeah, chloroform her if you have yeah. to. Apollo, yeah, Apollo, yeah. I think you'd appreciate the fact that it's Megadeth. Like it, it's the biggest metal show. That's like the, the metal fest of the year. Yeah, right it was. Now. It's Trivium is on that bill. Like it's actually yep. a pretty stacked bill. And I'm like, that mm. would probably be a fun night out. Right. If nothing, right. I mean, I'm even. T- I was shocked. Like Priest is playing. On October 27th, which is my parents' anniversary, which is the only reason I remember it, um, at, at the Prudential <laughs> Center. And tickets, are, like, for the floor are, like, 79, but, like, the section above the floor is, like, 39 bucks. I'm like, maybe I'll go. I mean, I don't dislike Judas Priest. Obviously, I like Judas Priest, but I'm like, why would I not go? That's a pretty cheap ticket, and I can't believe it's not sold out. For Priest, yeah. Uh, period. Just see anybody in that fucking venue. I mean, I think, I think Jack and I, when we saw Maiden and Alice Cooper nine years ago, I think it was, like, 80 bucks, something like that. Which still isn't bad because it was a general admission floor. What's that? You answered the question. Yeah, well, that's it. Like when the floor, I don't know why the floor is not general admission for like this pre-show. It's I kind of don't get it. Like when those arenas, like it's it's free money. You're leaving money on the table by assigning seats in something like that. I mean, it was the same when we saw them in Brooklyn, but that venue was fucking horrendous. I, I'm never going to see another show at the Barclay Center. I blame Jay-Z. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the the crowd was full of dickheads and like the sound sa- like the, it was so tall like you were constantly afraid you were just gonna uh, and fall like down especially because we were in the highest section. 
But my cousin was just like, I just want to go. I don't care. We sit. So we opted for the cheapies. And we ended up with the people who were just like fucking at a concert and not there to see the concert. Mm. You know, you end up mm. around those people. And I hate that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd rather be around the hardcore people on the floor who are like, wow, you know. Oh, yeah. Like the people oh, yeah. over the top, like, all right, at least they want to be there. They're not just like, I don't have shit to do on a Saturday. I guess I'm going to go see the show. You know, no, I'm going to go walked up and I'm bought gonna go mosh. Like, I'm going to go expel my energy <laughs> because I love the sound that comes out of these yeah. instruments so much. That's what I mean. Like, I'm more in favor of that than just like. Oh, um, Lamb of God. Lamb of God's definitely going to have that kind of show. I know. I, I got to say, I was tempted because they're. I forget where they're playing around here. Maybe I it was the Art know. Center. I don't know. I haven't been to the fuck. I realized I haven't even been to see a show at the Art Center since Jack and I saw Rush 10 years ago or 11 years ago. Yeah. Hey, Andrew, eating Center dinner on the show. <laughs> I mean, it's a pre-show, it's so it's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, he's the one who was. Oh yeah, we're still in pre-show, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, he is the one. Yeah. Who, is, we, never, we never actually started this. No, but that's okay. It's it's what all a fucking surprise. It's all quality. It's all quality yeah. material. Hey, he's the one who's got to go to bed. So you know, the, yeah. listen. The longer he waits in between eating, in eating in bedtime is it it does him better. That way, he doesn't need to worry about waking up with heartburn. What are you eating? I'll give Let you guess. guesses. Chicken fingers. No yeah, pork chops. Okay. Ah, should have known. I just saw. I, I saw it looked like a little white cube, and I'm like, he better not be eating tofu. Like that would be like Andrew's too no. far gone. He's turning over a new leaf. They're, they're playing. They're playing at the Pavilion a soy in leaf. Camden. Oh, and they're fuck also that. so the the 15th they're playing in Camden. Mm-hmm. The 16th they're playing at, at PNC. Ah, yeah, fuck. And that. then it's they're going all the way to Indiana. Oof. They, yeah, they're go, so they're right now, today, tonight. Mm-hmm. They're in Illinois. Then. Saturday, they're in Virginia. Oh, wow. And then they jump up to New York. Wow. And they go to Boston. Then that's they come typical. Here. But, but, but in it, see, you can do New York to Boston because that's like four hours and then come down here as yes. five. Like compared to some, I mean, as someone who's crisscrossed the country eight or 10 times, you know, coast to coast, like I'm, I'm including like each round trip as one, as two trips because it's technically two trips. Um, it's like there there are plenty of states where you drive for eight hours and there's fucking nothing. So the idea that you're four hours from Boston, <laughs> fine. I imagine so being on tour the, it could be grueling. So for the two the two dates here in Jersey, it's Lamb of God, Megadeth, Trivium, and Hatebreed. Wow, what an interesting choice. That is <laughs> not. I mean, who dug them up? Yeah, right. Actually, Jimmy Josta has been around and been doing stuff like him, Jamie Josta, um, um. D. Snyder, D, did you hear D. Snyder's new album yet? I didn't. Is it? Is that out? I think. It, it, I don't know if it's out. I know yet, it's a single out. Two signal, oh, he's right. got Two signals. Signals out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one with Corpse Grinder. <laughs> that makes <laughs> sense. Well, he's he's leaning into heavier stuff anyway, because like Twisted Sister wouldn't do it, and they're done anyway. But no, like he's I, leaning I mean, towards heavier. Yes, music. it's it's not Twisted Sister, but it's very much D. Snyder. Well, that's fine. D. Snyder's always you know, gonna sing like D. Snyder, so I'm cool. Yeah, with that. exactly. And that, that's why he want like, but I, but Jasta produced it. Mm, okay. So well, I, 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 could, the, I could go to that show and run into a bunch of people from high school. If hate is going to be. There. <laughs> <laughs> so <could> I. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like two years behind me. It's like, hate breed. It's like, really? Yeah. I mean, they're going down to Virginia. So Ed will probably be down there. Cause I got But then again, Pantera's not around anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the best he could do is Lamb of God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's the, the, cl- the, next that's the closest. Band. Yeah, that's the closest yeah. redneck man. Did you see that heavy metal meme thing today? It was uh, a picture of Pantera, and it's like, uh, name a me- Megadeth song other than Enter Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking great. It was fucking great. 
Because it's <laughs> one of those things. Thank you for showing me that page. Oh, dude, I love that page. Isn't that great? Beautiful. It is so awesome. That was it, that's like the meme of um, you know, that picture from Lord of the Rings where it's uh, yeah, it's Christopher Lee talking to the like, orc. It's like uh, you know, uh, <laughs> tell uh, you know, find Potter and wage battle against the Time Lords and blah blah blah, and then the, yeah. it's the orc saying, "I am Groot." <laughs> it's just like all the shit is just wrong. It's like the the metal equivalent of it. I thought that was genius. Yeah. If you're a real Megadeth fan. and You see that? Yeah, you're looking at it? Yeah, isn't that great? If you're a real Megadeth fan, that's it. Name a song other than Enter Sandman. It's like it's all the Pantera guys. It is. It's Pantera guys looking exactly like Pantera. Not even like in their glam, like Kiss wannabe days. Like that's the Pantera we all know and some love. Except Chris Mad. That was funny. He went on a fucking tear about Dimebag. It was like, oh, whoa. All right, easy. Wait, when was this? Uh, the show we did with um, Joe and John oh, right. when I was to... when I was complaining about Nirvana and everything and it was Pantera never had oh. a chance to suck. And he was like, Pantera always sucked. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a funny moment. <laughs> I didn't expect that. He's like, Dimebag's tone is terrible. Dimebag's the, not great. The, the like, second whoa. the second comment on that picture is why is this a picture of Limp Bizkit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you got Yo, did you did you see Fred yes. Durst? Did you yes. see what you have here in loathing? Would you have even recognized him no. if you didn't know? I wouldn't no. even know. I mean, that I was the that point. Was even Fred Durst doesn't want to look like Fred joke. Durst anymore. Right. <laughs> he looks like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, <laughs> he does. <laughs> like that's the first thing I got. Well, when like, I what is that what is that hair and what are <laughs> what, is, what is this? Yeah, it's like, he's dressing up as the Colonel for Halloween and wanted to get. It looks a head like start. he lost like eighty pounds. He looks all gaunt and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that, good word. Yes, gaunt. Yeah. He's starving. When's the last time anybody paid to see Limp Biscuit? Come on. I don't know. I mean, they did at the po- that was a whole thing. I mean, they because they canceled an hour before at um the Stone Pony. They're supposed to play the Summer Stage a couple weeks ago. Because mm. somebody, oh. yeah, somebody. I think it was I think it was West Borland actually like t- tested positive for COVID. Like they got the results back like right before the show, and they were like, "Nope, we're out." So mm-hmm. they uh yeah they pulled the plug like an hour before, and people were pissed off. I'm like, I I'd say that's a bullet dodged. I think <laughs> you guys I think you guys got the better end of the deal. It's like, oh, we don't need to see Limp Bizkit. Whoo, awesome. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> An hour before, I'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> I mean, that's if what you I, get if, for, I, if I was a dick for still liking like Limp Bizkit. Well, that's but, what yeah, you get for still liking right. Limp Bizkit. Okay, that's the, that's the least egregious part An of liking Limp Bizkit is like you showed up and then didn't get the concert. Yeah. No, I would be pissed, obviously, if I was there. But I'm just like, well, yeah. you were going to see Limp yeah. Bizkit. So really, yeah. you must have had something better to do. Find something. Anything is better. Almost anything. Maybe not chlamydia. You done eating, Andrew? That's like we're just killing better. time. I'm gonna eat through the entire show. Oh, all right. Oh. How much? How much is well, on your yeah. plate? <laughs> how much food do you have? <laughs> Six pork chops. Yeah, right. yeah. You don't see it's it. It's a whole it pl- Yeah, here. Like the pile of fries is is below frame. It's deep, but it's just below frame. And we come to our final clip, which is the exclusive, never been heard before segment. For volume two of From the Archive. And this is something that was recorded back in August. It features myself, Ryan, and Jack. And it's for something that has yet to be released. Since this is some chatter that wasn't part of the recording itself. I mean, in as much as it was recorded, but it's not something that's going to be released. I have free reign to release this little discussion we had. Because for some reason, Ryan thought that I did not like the Rolling Stones. Or hated the Rolling Stones even. And I put a happy birthday Mick Jagger post in my Instagram story and he didn't understand why. And I had to question it. And uh, this project is going to be released sometime next year. 
it's not my project, so it's not my announcement to make. But here's hoping that it comes out sooner rather than later. So right now it's sitting kind of unreleased. But since this wouldn't be part of it, you get to hear it. So here's a couple of minutes of me kind of sort of arguing and kind of sort of agreeing with Ryan as Jack chimes in. Since Jack brought up uh, the Mick Jagger TikTok, whatever happened that I gave you the impression that I don't like the Rolling Stones? I, I, oh, are we like on the air? I mean, why not? Is that what we're, okay. I mean, I, this isn't, sorry, this isn't a bit, we were... like organically, because he brought up Mick Jagger, I realized like, oh, what do you do wearing a Rolling Stones shirt? Andrew like the this Rolling is, Stones, I remember this, that. Oh, yeah, I know, or, I know Andrew so, doesn't really, but just anecdotally, I feel like we've been in the car so much together uh-huh. for a decade, and I feel like every time any Rolling Stones song came on, you would just be like, Ugh. No. And then you would turn it off. No. My issues with the Rolling Stones are basically... Miss You, which is disco bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that was, but no, that was the thing. Like Rod Stewart had a hit with Do You Think I'm Sexy? And they said, we got to get in on that disco song money. And they did Miss You. It was it was contrived. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And I'm, and this is not and that a, song so fucking blows. Too. This is yes. Not, yes. I was made for loving you is pure disco bullshit. Oh, yeah. That's yes. disco bullshit. And this is not coming from a place where But they where still like, play it every night, just like the Rolling Stones play Miss You. Right. But, because it's a hit and people Of know. course. So right. not, people, like you said, people don't like it, but they know it. So they think that they like it. Tell right. me that's not sound. It, no, that it is, is a sound as it fuck is. theory. Yeah. So th- this isn't coming from a place of like, I'm offended because I like the Rolling Stones. Cause I, oh, really, no, do, I, I really don't. I didn't think so. I, I don't like the Rolling Stones, but I thought oh, that I always swore weird. that you hated them. You like mixed emotions. I do like mixed emotions. That's mixed a, emotions fun a great song. one. Yeah. That's a really good that's song. That's probably my favorite. Yeah. 1989. Really? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why. And start me up like <laughs> I don't mind. guys. Shattered is dumb. Shattered sucks. That's the thing. Cause that's Miss You and Shattered on the Some Girls album, which mm-hmm. just sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a fan of that anyway. But they play Miss You and Shattered a lot on the radio. They do. And yeah. I will to turn death. those when off. Started, yeah. And like, Miss You is just, it sounds like a drunken rant to me. It's like, I was waiting for so long. I miss you. Like, it's the kind of yeah. call you make when you've had too many and you're calling an ex. Right. And uh, Shattered it is just does. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Shattered, Shattered is just is not makes no sense. That yeah. singing stuff that I'm not a fan of. You know, yeah, I, I just don't like that song at all. So it's not yeah. that I don't like the Rolling Stones. I mean, every band has their weaker era. Right. I just don't like that album at all. Okay, but overall, I don't know if it's just because maybe it's just those particular songs kept coming on, and you were like, Egh. they get played too much. <laughs> I mean, look, n- none of us needs to hear "Start Me Up" again. I yeah, mean, "Start Me no, Up's a great yeah. song, but if yeah, I never yeah. hear it again, I'm not going to be upset. Me neither. But <laughs> overall, like, I do like the Rolling Stones. And what's even funnier is when we went out to dinner before the live stream. And I, it shows how much I pay attention because <laughs> Jack, we. Uh, so, do, do you need to give him backstory? Well, or yeah, because Jack, because Jack this? doesn't, Jack doesn't know about this because we got to his house like an hour before he got home to pick him up. So, run what run happened run. was I because <laughs> I my fault was a run runner because I had nobody there that night. All right, nobody's blaming you. This is point right. of fact. We were hanging outside I your know. house for a while, but what happened was so I had my sh- I, I have a complex, and I was worried about it today. Yeah, with my my show shirt, so to speak was especially because the, tra- the tradition and particularly with the live stream running late, like Ryan and I were going to go to dinner and I said, well, my luck, I'm going to get like, I'm going to have a big leaf of spinach in my teeth and nobody's going to notice it until <laughs> afterwards, or <laughs> I'm going to get some food on my shirt and then I'm going to have a stained shirt for the entire show. And then I'm going to feel shitty about it. So I get that. My th- Yeah. So I have my Tina Turner shirt, which I knew I was going to be wearing for the show. And I said, well, I'm going to have to wear something else for the night. Let me just grab a comfy shirt. I grabbed a Rolling Stone shirt. Ryan and I are at, alternate ending for dinner for two we, hours yeah, and we, the we, whole we, fucking night until we were waiting outside your house 
We'd been hanging out for three to four hours at that point. I was wearing a Rolling Stone shirt the whole time. And that's why when he says a couple Zero days later, I thought you didn't like the Rolling Stones. Like, I was wearing a Stone shirt. But you had the Rolling Stones mask, too. Yeah. No. Yeah. What the fuck? I oh, forgot that you yeah. had the Rolling Stones mask. I, I thought you just thought it was funny. Like, I knew it was the Rolling I mean, Stones. Like, I knew it was their logo. But this guy, he is like, he goes on Instagram and wishes Mick Jagger a happy birthday. I'm like, what the fuck? You didn't even like the Rolling that Stones. That was what it was. That's yeah. right. That's what it was. I'm like, yes, I do. What are you doing wishing him a happy amazing. birthday? Why would I not? Why would I not? He's got a Taylor Ham sandwich. Named after him. <laughs> oh. Apparently. Yeah. Mm. Taylor. Taylor Ham. And some I disco know, yeah. fries. That's what I want Taylor Ham and disco fries. Where the fuck did you put it, Mick? Like, yeah. you're so skinny. Yeah. Like, what? You, and then fast forward. Taylor Ham. And then, he, and then he has I to have a pork roll sandwich and I gained like 12 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't yeah, no. have done that. Oh. Instantly. I, did, I didn't even eat that much. I had, a, I had a cheese omelet and I put on seven pounds that day. I mean, like, that forget it. That was a it. damn good diner, too. Dude, that red velvet cake was, I was staring at that from the glass um, case. <sighs> and red velvet cake is like my weakness at a diner. I, I don't I eat there. I don't get food from cake. TikTok as often as I should. I, I don't know. I did find it funny that he had heart valve surgery shortly after yeah. eating a TikTok. <laughs> but that's the craziest shit. And I was talking about this with somebody um, a couple of a couple of weeks ago. It's probably like April. But I said, how crazy that he goes into this is uh, the last time when the Stones played at uh, MetLife Stadium in September of 2019. And I remember that because I was going to get tickets to the show. I was watching tickets on StubHub all night. I remember my old co-worker was talking about that. He went and I was like, you son of a bitch. Because I live so close. And I said, well, I'll go. And if somebody's like, if people are liquidating their tickets, if I could get a ticket for cheap with a decent view, like I will go because we don't know how many more tours the Stones are going to do. So anyway, but people have been saying that for like 40 years. I know. But now like Charlie Watts (laughs) just turned 80. 80 Mick turned 78. Like there is a point when, you know, they're they're just not going to be able to do it. Yeah. So and, and they would cash in on like the final tour thing and nothing wrong with it because they can. So I wouldn't begrudge them for like last tour ever. Come on out. Oh. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, speaking of stuff like we heard Shebop on the radio today for the countdown. And I was, and I was like, what is this about? I'm like, it's about, you know, <laughs> I was like, Shebop, Shebop. <laughs> She's like, that's gross. You'd have to do the gesture with your head. I'm like, well, what else am I supposed to do? Yeah, like, I just yeah, gesture oh, yeah. my head all the time. You just never see it, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, what are we talking about? Jagger, Interrupter Jones over here got in on. I'm, I'm uh, telling Mick Jagger stories. Bop, Mick Jagger. Bop. Yeah. yeah. She bop, that's why I thought you were yeah. right. He that Shearer song? No, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> she bop. Yeah, he had heart valve surgery. And a that was it. Yeah, yeah. Diner yeah. in New Jersey. Named so what happened? Grease after him. Well, it's <laughs> delicious. Yeah. You're going you're to fucking love it. Like, you will actually have to stay yeah, for breakfast no next insult, time we do this. But, you know, yeah. just considering. No, that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So they played the show. I think they were doing two nights or something. They did two or three shows at MetLife. It was a little bit. But anyway. He goes in one afternoon to TikTok and orders the disco fries and the and the TikTok. Por- oh, pork roll, TV egg and out. cheese. Oh, that's fine. We'll turn it back on in a second. Um, he orders it and nobody recognizes the man. How, How do you fuck? not recognize Mick Jagger? Like, is everybody there 19? I mean, they're not. They're probably people who've been working there forever. There but were people Jesus there. Jesus like, Christ. How does no one know? <laughs> like, how can he? And I made a Like, I put together. I'm actually going to show it to you real quick. Because I sent this to my sister because she was apoplectic. Just the idea. Like, how can people not recognize Mick Wait, Jagger? Wait, they didn't recognize him on TikTok? No, not that TikTok. Yeah, that's what Andrew thinks. TikTok opened a diner? No, Andrew. <laughs> God damn it. For someone who's never left New Jersey, you don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I made this to, I made this for my sister I'm just going to sh- pull it back so I can show it to both you guys at once I was like did he roll in put on like a fake beard and a hat it's like oh, uh, table for one please love like, how, how did nobody recognize Mick Jagger at TikTok Diner I don't understand 
And there we have it. That is volume two of From the Archive, a bunch of stuff you may not have heard, but if you do support the show on Patreon, you could have heard all of that already. So this is a little bit of a, a plug for supporting the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Pod, five bucks a month. You get bonuses, including the pre-show, which is a lot. It's kind of like getting extra shows because this stuff adds up. You definitely end up with several hours of extra material for five bucks. So if you're a fan, you want to support what we're doing. And hey, even if you don't want to hear it, you can still support the show by throwing five bucks our way a month. We'd really appreciate it. And once again, it's a countdown for the end of 2021. The Half in the Bag Holiday Spectacular will be coming. That date will be announced soon. And I guess I could say this, the best of 2021. I don't think I've said this already, but it's going to be two volumes. Volume one is going to be the best of the group shows. And volume two will be best of the interviews and crossover episodes. Come to think of it, I've definitely said that before. But just to make the distinction between, okay, it's volume one, volume two, that's it. There's only going to be two of them, and they're going to have a distinctive character to them. Because there's a lot of range on the show, in as much as the shows can be, you know, five, six people and get very loud, or it could be me talking one-on-one to a guest. And I feel like those would be best represented. The two sides of the show are best represented by giving them their own collections. Because those best-of shows are usually people's entry point into listening to a new podcast, and as they should be. So might as well just kind of let them know, okay, this is one side of it. Here's another side of it. Hopefully you like them enough to stick around to check out the show weekly. And once again, Cape This or That happening this week on Instagram and YouTube. And if you don't already, please follow the show at Cape Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can follow me on Twitter, Chris Abalo, and on Instagram at Chris Sells Out. And if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you stream your music. The show is basically everywhere. We do appreciate that. Give the show five stars, write a review, give it a thumbs up. Show us a little love because we love you. You know that, right? And of course, the show will be back next Monday with yet another episode. So until next time, for everybody you just heard, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment.